1: Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. I'm sure we've
2: all faced something incredibly challenging. From moving to an entirely new place, making new friends... Conquering that impossible class, or even picking out which shade of nail polish would look best with that pair of shoes. Today is all about obstacles and how to overcome them. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're programmed by Four Young People, a platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Young Duan
3: And I'm Ryan Sim. Today on Express Yourself, we are celebrating a wonderful new year and a new cheer. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity.
2: Be The Star You Are charity has once again launched its Operation Disaster Relief Program to support the victims of the Midwest tornadoes. Please contribute your tax-deductible donation today so that we can help them rebuild their lives. Donate at www.bethestarur.org donate. For more information on what we're doing to help, visit StarStyleRadio.com under Events and click on Operation Tornado Relief. Thanks for helping!
3: We're in the final week for you to enter the 10th Annual Be The Star You Are Essay Contest. The theme this year is what it means to be an American. The essay competition is open to all ages and all abilities. Prizes include money, books, and radio interviews, so speak up and enter today. Go to www.starstyleradio.com and click on Events. Last chance to win.
2: And so, going back to our topic of obstacles, every single day, I face all sorts of obstacles, ranging from trivial to extremely challenging. Booker reporter Courtney Chang is here to tell us about one particular obstacle that she has faced. Hi, Courtney. Hey, Ryan and
4: Youngju. Wow, Sorry, I'm a bit... I have a bit of a cold right now, so I apologize if anything comes out slightly garbled.
2: Yeah, Um, it's quite cold lately.
4: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, in the process of growing up, there will inevitably be obstacles and difficulties that get into your way. That's just part of the growing process. Some of these moments will just be speed bumps, little jolts that make you stumble momentarily. But others will take weeks, months, or even years to resolve. For a lot of teenagers girls in middle school in particular, handling scoliosis is one of the obstacles that will come up. Scoliosis is a sideways curvature of the spine. The cause of this unnatural curving could be he- that could be passed through your family or idiopathic, or the cause is unknown. Some people will only have slight curves that only need to be monitored, and others will have curves that end up needing treatment. Typical treatment means bracing until growth finishes. If the curves hold, then the patient won't need further treatment. However, if the curves progress past a certain degree, then the patient will need to undergo surgery. Large untreated curves have the potential to disturb the rest of a patient's internal organs. I personally went through three and a half years of bracing and ended up undergoing surgery when I was 15. Before I got diagnosed, I had never heard of scoliosis. However, there are now more and more books being written on the subject. After my diagnosis, my mom bought me the book, When Life Throws You with Golden." Elizabeth writes an autobiography of how she handles her diagnosis, her treatment, surgery, and recovery afterwards. In 2010, Judy Bloom wrote the book, Dini, about a girl who must deal with her own scoliosis as she strives to be a model. Scoliosis is a life-altering event, not just physically, but mentally as well. Overcoming it, whether it's just a diagnosis and treatment, or the entire surgical process, is truly an obstacle that one must overcome with strength and resilience.
2: Yeah, actually, one of my friends who did ballet for, like, 13 years um, had a case of scoliosis, and she was mm-hmm. telling me how rare it was and how it was such bad luck that she had it. But do you know from birth that you have it, or is it some a condition that develops over time? Like, what happens?
4: Um, for some people, I think for me, it was passed on through the family because on my dad's side, they gave, like, bad, like, back problems or neck problems. And I know uh, my grandpa and one of my cousins actually have scoliosis as well. However, they never got it treated because theirs was mild enough.
2: Yeah.
1: But is it a me,
4: genetic thing? Um, it could be genetic or it's idiopathic or okay. the cause is unknown. And for some people, unfortunately, it just happens. Hmm. I think when, um, when I was first diagnosed, my mom read a lot of stuff. And she said that sometimes when during the growth spurts, especially for girls, grow too fast then it, that there's the possibility of your spine getting like kind ah, of scrunched okay. up in your back because it just there's just not enough <laughs> yeah, room for it to like that expand okay. that far yeah
3: so um i was just wondering so what were some of the effects that scoliosis had on like um your lifestyle sports you played or like any of the things that you normally would do
4: um well for sco- scoliosis in general, after I became very self conscious of the way I looked because the way the way I think the most common brace is called the Boston brace and essentially it's this white piece of plastic that they mold to your body and you can you can wear it under your clothes, however the way the structure of it you can see it every time you bend over or you turn because the brace holds you in place like rigidly in one spot. And so like middle school that's already I think for everyone in general, that's the like the most awkward years of your life where you're growing through puberty and you just really are really self conscious about yourself so I think for me going like having a brace during middle school it just it made me really really self conscious and because of the brace, I couldn't do sports. I didn't do sports anyway but <laughs>
5: mm-hmm.
4: i I couldn't do sports. I actually opted out of p e with a doctor's note because I had to wear the brace for an average of 20 hours a day.
2: Oh, my. Oh my. Yeah. Did so, you take it off when you slept, or did you sleep with it?
4: Um, I I had to sleep with it. The The time that the doctor told me that I could take it off is when I'm um, exercising or stretching, but you have to sleep with it.
2: Yeah, I had a similar experience, not as drastic as scoliosis, but when uh-huh. I was getting my teeth straightened with Invisalign, it was so annoying having to wear it everywhere.
4: Yeah, I after after my bracing experience, I told my mom, like, I my teeth already look okay, I refuse to wear braces again ever in my life. I don't care what form of brace it is. I refuse to.
3: Like,
4: right have you ever had
2: an experience similar like this?
3: Oh, yeah. I had to wear braces for about um, three or four years. That wow. was really annoying. And, like, <laughs> I can definitely sympathize with having to um, wear these annoying things that sometimes make you feel self-conscious, especially in middle school. Um, but one thing I was also wondering was, um, so... After going undergoing surgery when you were fifteen, did scoliosis completely go away, or is there still things that um, pop up every once in a while?
4: Um, well, so far because it's been wow, it's been
3: years. Wow. So um,
4: wow. I only had we I had like checkup appointments for about two years afterwards, but after that, the doctor said like I don't need to go back. And get checked Mm -hmm. up unless I feel like there's a problem, like my back starts hurting. So right now I'm fine. I feel like a normal person. It's just that (laughs) Mm -hmm. I I feel like I need items. Like there's some extreme things like skydiving and bungee (laughs) jumping that I probably shouldn't be doing any time in my life. Which I'm not too I'm not too upset about that. But like whenever whenever I have back pains, it's always it's always a bit more annoying for me because like I. I always have to be cautious about who I ask to get a massage from, or even if I go get a massage from someone professional, mm. because the way that the surgery is done, you get metal rods inserted oh, along goodness. your spine to straighten it. And so, if someone's not careful, they could be pushing on the, it'd be really painful. Yeah. So, it's just whenever I have like a sore back or a bad day, it's like I need to be careful about how I relax my back so I don't aggravate it even <laughs> more. <laughs>
2: Um, so, how did you overcome yourself in middle school about your brace or your back, scoliosis? Any tips?
4: Um, in middle school, I think what really helped is that I had like a handful of really close friends who knew and were really aware of what was going on. Yeah. And they were always really supportive. Even though they might not have gotten it at the time, they were really supportive. And whenever I was having a bad day, they'd always be sure to like be there and be like, Are you okay? Is there anything I can do? And even though there wasn't, it was just really nice to know that someone cared about
3: me yeah, even though I didn't really understand so um, do you personally know um, like you said that this was also something that happened on your father's side of the family like something that was uh, like it could be hereditary so were there like what sort of support did you get from your family like not only you, did you get support from your friends but was there any sort of, like, support that you got um, from your family that you like to talk about or, like, any tips from there that you could be um, talking
4: about? From um, my family, I think at the time that I was in middle school, I was always worried that my older brother would make fun of me because older brothers, that's what they do, it's <laughs> best at doing. But I think what, one thing that really got to me is that he was not, he never made fun of me at all.
0: Like,
4: he, was, he was always very supportive. Like, my mom... Was always there. She saw me through my highs and lows. When I was like <laughs> lying on my bed, when I absolutely did not want to put it back
2: on. Stay with us for next segment as we have two teen girls who will talk about finding their own organizations and passions to help everyone overcome arthritis. You're listening to Express Yourself Teen Radio, and I'm Young Juwan.
3: And I'm Ryan Sim. During the break, visit www.expressyourselfteenradio.com to see photos, descriptions, links, and more. Also, be sure to check us out on Tumblr at www.btsyaradio.tumblr.com. We'll be right back with twin sisters who who have a positive message for those facing debilitating illnesses.
6: What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves.
2: I'm Young Joo
3: And I'm Ryan Sim, and we are celebrating a new 2014 and a new year. Happy New Year to everyone.
2: And today we're talking about overcoming challenges and obstacles. Now, Jamila and Jasmine Davis are twin sisters who were diagnosed with juvenile rheumatoid arthritis when they were just 8 and 6 years old. After watching the OMG Girls video, Baddie, their confidence faltered because they felt that they could never be as beautiful while both suffering from arthritis and lupus. They had an aha moment when they created a movement called Chronic Girls. Chronic Girls is a movement for girls with chronic illnesses to let them know that they don't have to be ashamed of their illnesses, but to flaunt it.
3: Chronic Girls also allows girls to know that they can be swagged out, cool, swaggy, even with an illness. The name was inspired by the OMG girls because they are loud, different, and beautiful in their own way. And that's what being a chronic girl is all about.
2: But the twins didn't stop with girls. They thought that the guys with chronic illnesses should be honored too and came up with the illness gang for the guys. Since Wiz Khalifa has his Taylor gang and T.I. has Hustle gang, Jamila and Jasmine have illness gang. So let's find out what Chronic Girls is all about. Welcome Jasmine and Jamila Davis to Express Yourself. Hi guys. Hi.
3: Hi. So um, you guys say that your motto is to flaunt your illness. So I was just wondering how does one exactly go about doing that?
5: Well, basically, you we started on Insta You started on Instagram, where you just either post a picture of yourself and write a little info of your disease and about yourself, where you're from, and basically hashtag it with "Chronic Girls or Illness Gang" to say your disease, to say, "Hey, I have it."
3: So, how did you come up with the name "Chronic Girls" and "Illness Gang"?
5: Oh, well. Basically, it was like everything you said. I was just sitting around and watching my my little sister's OMG Girls video, Batty, and thinking, like, you know, I wonder if anybody like me in my situation that has chronic illness feels like I can't look like them and with the makeup or dance or anything that that feels like just because of my disease I can't do what they're doing. So that's why I decided to come up with Chronic
2: Girls. And you've worked with Arthritis Foundation for seven years. What did you
5: learn and what did you do? I've learned so much. Like, me and my sister spoke for the senator. We got to meet the congressman because of our disease. We, like, talked to so many people about our disease because we're, like, so far the only set of twins that has it. So we just embrace people. And we met people, other people our age and, and older with our disease.
2: And what was your inspiration for starting Chronic Girls and Illness Gang? Or working I, with them continuously?
5: My inspiration was just ha- having, like, seeing other people have it. My, that's my age, and I didn't even realize it. And I didn't realize it was so many people my age that had it. From all
3: over the world so what would you say is your goal um with this movement like what do you, what do you guys want to achieve through this um this movement
5: well i i really want to achieve um getting people like us to stand up for their chronic illness and not be ashamed of it that's like my main goal mm-hmm. like right now they they are my celebrities people with their chronic illness they're my celebrities because they are so strong every day and right now me and my sister are like the only ones who are speaking up for them so they can do the same for other people
2: and how does it feel like having a chronic illness
5: like every day is a struggle especially like simple tasks as you know, washing dishes, butting our shirts, simple things like that. So every day is a struggle, but we just have to keep going so we can help others along the way.
3: Do you have any advice for people who might suffer with some chronic um, illnesses, but they want to maybe become sort of like the OMG girls, or they want to join the chronic girls? Like, what are some Words of advice that you would have for girls or even guys like you guys?
5: Uh, I would have to say, do not give up. Like, that is the number one first thing. Do not give up because it will take you there. You'll have moments you'll you'll be like, you want to give up. You'll see people in videos, videos like OMG Girls, and be like, can I do that? Or you can. just Just be strong. And if they want to, you know, just put it out there that they have it. They can go on Instagram and post a picture or say, or just make a fan sign of Chronic Girls and Illness Gang and say, hey, I have it and such and such. And you can just hashtag it, Chronic Girls and Illness Gang.
2: And do you feel like Instagram is a nice community to outreach to people
5: and to spread awareness? Yes, I do because so many people can see it.
3: So, what would you say is um, one of the best places for people who want to start a movement like you guys did? Like, where would you say is the best um, social media place? Would it be, like, YouTube or Instagram or Facebook? Like, what do you guys think is one of the best places in your past experience? Well, past
5: experience, I would really have to say Instagram because Mm. I've met so many people from Instagram. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's so quick. Mm-hmm. The responses are so quick. Mm-hmm.
2: And so another question about rheumatoid arthritis. How exactly does it affect your body, especially if you get it at childhood? Like,
5: it's, it's like every day you wake up, you never know if you're going to be in pain. Especially mm-hmm. during the winter time. Winter time is the roughest time ever because something is always hurting when you wake up. You're either stiff or hurting when you wake up. No doubt about it.
3: So is there anything that you would say um, rheumatoid arthritis has not allowed you to do, like sports or um, any sort of activities that you would have wanted to do, but you felt limited by this um, by this chronic illness?
5: actually I, I want to become a dancer, like backup or professional dancer and I could not do that because of my arthritis due to the fact my doctor told me do not do any high impact activities because I have my bones are fragile and my bones are like everybody else. Yeah, and so
2: what other ways did you use your creative energy that you wanted to put in dance since you couldn't dance? Like, what are some ways to or other
5: activities that you could do? Well, you know, I dance a little bit, twerk a little bit slowly on my own, slowly. So you know, I may not get it as fast as the others, but I I get it. You know, I, I like to watch videos
2: and listen to music. And has your family and friends been supportive of you,
5: you guys? Very much, especially our mother and our grandmother. Like, our whole family is like our main reason we wake up every day, especially our mom. Our mom makes us feel we are as normal as other people. And our friends around them, they just make us laugh till we can't laugh no more. <laughs> We're pain. They just, you know, they make jokes about us being in pain, but it just makes us laugh and not, hear, not see the pain anymore. I mean, we just, our support group is just amazing.
3: And would you say that being twins and having each other is also a really great source of support for you both?
5: Yes. A lot.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys are so in sync. <laughs> and so, what is it like being twins?
5: Uh, uh, you have your, you have your odds when it comes to boys sometimes because, like, <laughs> you know, you have that. Well, you like him too, no, You're not supposed to like him. You have different tastes. Well, I thought you don't like him. Yeah, we <laughs> had, had one of those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but other than that, it's pretty good because you know. A lot of people are so interested, especially when we're out in public, they'll either stop or stare, or they'll ask, are y'all twins? Mm-hmm. Are you twins? And then the main question, are y'all light? No, we're night and day. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much, Jamila and Jasmine, for sharing your inspiring goals and strategies for overcoming obstacles with us. If you have any questions, advice, or wants to support, follow them on Instagram, and Jasmine's Instagram is TwinJazz2, and Jamila's Instagram is TwinMela, M-E-L-A. Also, if you have a chronic illness or know anyone that does, post you or their picture on Instagram and hashtag it with ChronicGirls with a Z or IllnessGang to make a fan sign. And Twitter, Jamila at Jamila underscore the twins with a Z, and Jasmine at TwinJazz2. And visit our radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com. I'm Young Juwan,
3: and I'm Ryan Sim. When we come back from break, artist, prankster, and teen heartthrob Matt King will join us. You're learning. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Radio Network.
1: Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to The Tech Team, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids.
6: You're listening to Express Yourself.
3: Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth folks to be listened to. I'm Ryan Sim, and today on Express Yourself, we are enjoying the spirit of the new year.
2: And I'm Young Jiwon. We have a special surprise for you today. Matt King is joining us for two whole sections. Matt is 17 years old and originally from Colorado, like me. He's been singing his whole life, and he's also a prankster. In the King house, Max originated punked. He started playing practical jokes on his family since he was in elementary school. Now as his teen, he's been doing stand-up comedy in Hollywood for the last three years.
3: Matt also enjoys acting. He has been on Disney and Apple commercials. Currently, he can be seen on a web series called The Vamps Next Door. Matt has booked various roles playing the leads in music videos and is co-starring in a new, co-starring in a new web series called Madden Girl. As of right now, the 17-year-old is going on auditions, ready to book his next gig.
2: So please welcome Matt to the show. Hi, Matt. I understand that you're also a twin and one of five kids in a musical family.
7: Hi. Uh, I'm actually 18 now. Okay. Oh. <laughs> no, yeah, but
2: yeah. <laughs> so how did you get started on your own? Um. Well, we moved
7: out to L.A. about four years ago with my whole family, and we just moved out here to first start acting and stuff like that. And then we got more into music. And it will just all tied together with auditions and shows and everything. And it's just been really great.
3: So who would you say are some of your musical or acting inspirations? And why would you say so?
7: Um, I think my musical inspirations would probably have to be Maroon 5 and Hoodie Allen. For the fact that Maroon 5 is very like feel-good, chill music. And Hoodie Allen, like, incorporates rap and singing together. I don't really rap that much, but I still think it's really cool. And I think my acting inspirations in comedy would probably be um, Adam Sandler. Oh. Um. Yes, and Kevin Kevin James and, uh, what's his name? Kevin Hart.
5: Yeah. Right.
2: And so you do have a hit song, Life's a Party, that you go around to school singing. Can you tell us more about that?
7: Um. Yeah, well, that... um. That, I used to perform that on like the beginning of our tour and now I've done, I've done a lot of new music. So, our, my new music that is coming out right now, there's a single called That's What She Said. And that's really cool because the name, <laughs> so, but that's really cool. And I have another one called Locked In and I'm in the middle of recording my fire song EP, which is going to be coming out in early 2014. So, I'm excited for that.
3: Yeah! So, um, what obstacles have you faced in getting a hit single? Or just getting into the music industry in general.
7: Um, I think, um, like everyone, I've had a lot of stuff and like obstacles that I've had to overcome, which obviously I've had to. Um, so, I don't know. Could you repeat the question?
3: <laughs> oh, I was just wondering. Like I've heard that's pretty hard to get into the music industry, especially since there's so many um talented musicians. So, what obstacles did you face in? having to get these hit singles or just getting into the music industry?
7: Um, I think that one of the obstacles you have to face is being different than everyone else and not falling into the same category as the obvious musician who is just like everyone else. And You just have to set yourself apart with your different music, your style, your everything. The way you just present yourself to people has to be unique, so you just want to separate yourself. Mm.
2: Yeah, and do you have any mentors or coaches that really help you with the music industry?
7: Um. Well, we're working with this... Um, well, I'm working with this production company called Big Dream Productions, which is sort of mentoring me in my music stuff. And we're also um, sponsored by this company called Champions Against Bullying, which we go around for our school tour. So that's pretty cool.
3: So um, I know that there's definitely going to be a lot of listeners who want to know how to become... Um, very um, successful in being able to be like a musician. So, do you have any advice on how to be different or how to set yourself apart from the other musicians so you don't become just this obvious musician?
7: Um, I think the way to set yourself apart honestly is just to be yourself because (laughs) obviously being yourself is not the same as everyone else you're gonna have different you're gonna have a different personality you're gonna make different choices with what you want to do with your music and I think it just makes you different to be yourself because everyone's not the same
2: Mm. Yeah definitely I've heard that so many times from colleges but it is true like being yourself is one way to truly stand out and what has been the best show that you've done musically
7: Musically, the best show I've done so far, well, I have a couple. The first one would probably be the Indie Music Channel Awards because I got an award for my song Not a Love Song for Best Teen Recording for 2013, I think. And that was pretty cool. And right now we're on a uh, school tour for 2013, 2014. And I just think those are really fun shows to interact with kids and inspire them through my music, high school and middle school kids and stuff like that.
2: Yeah. And what was another challenge with balancing school and music and comedy? Um, probably be
7: to probably to be to stay up, stay up on your homework and stuff like that, and not fall behind while you're still doing your career, like music and acting and comedy and going out on auditions. You just really have to balance them all, so you don't fall behind on one, because then you'll fall behind on all of the other
2: ones. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so, um, talking about just music in general, um. What's one of your favorite songs? Like it can be the songs that you've produced or just songs that um that like are from other musicians and why does it make it like your favorite song? Like what sort of genres do you like listening to as well?
7: Um, well, I can I'll tell you a favorite song from me and then a favorite song from another artist. <laughs> um my my favorite song from me is a song I have now called Locked In. I just finished recording it about like two weeks ago. And it's going to be on my five-song EP that's dropping in 2014, so that's going to be really cool. And my favorite song from another artist would probably have to be Drops of Jupiter by Train.
2: Ooh, I love that song.
7: I know. I just think it's a really classic song, and the production is crazy on it, and the harmonies, it's really cool. And I just love the feel of it, and I think no matter what song comes out, that'll always be my favorite song. And the genres I like to listen to, I I really like everything. Like I like... Pop, I like hip-hop, rap, country. I I literally like everything.
2: Yeah, that sounds interesting. I know when people ask me, like, oh, what's your favorite music? I never have one certain genre to tell them. That's so true. Yeah, but since you are from a family of musicians, do you work with your brothers and sisters as well?
7: I actually do. I actually have a song that is going to be on my EP, and it's with my older brother, Alec. He's a year older than me, and the song is called Radio, so it's going to be really cool, so stay tuned for that. (laughs) And um, I also write with my sister Becca, write new music a lot and stuff like that, so we all sort of work together.
2: Yeah, that sounds really fun. Yeah.
7: Yeah.
3: So, I know that um, you're also a stand-up comedian. So, where are some places that we would be able to see you in action? Or do you have any upcoming shows where we can watch you do some of your stand-up comedy?
7: Um, well, obviously the school tour, some of our shows that are coming up. <laughs> but for comedy-wise, I think I haven't really, uh, I don't really find out that dance, But I'll find out in like a week advance sometimes. So they'll probably be up on my website for like the recent events coming up and to get tickets. So just stay tuned to mattryanking dot com and check it out.
2: And is it harder to book gigs? What's the process of doing that?
7: To so book gigs, I usually well, I'm working with Dream Bay Productions and my management, which is Dream Bay Productions.
2: Yeah.
7: <laughs> um, they really push um booking stuff for us, and they really handle all the business side of the stuff. So.
2: Yeah, I always hear stories about how hard it is to make, t- make it in Hollywood, and I know that's true, yeah. so it's definitely, you've definitely faced a lot of obstacles. Yeah, of course.
3: So, I know that you also have a twin, so do you find yourself working with him often in, like, whatever you do, like, um, whether it be, like, comedy or whether it be in music, do you find yourself working with him often, too?
7: My, my twin my twin is actually a girl oh sorry <laughs> no it's okay we a, we're fraternal twins so it's a boy girl um so yeah I work with Becca my twin sister <laughs> a lot um like I said we write songs together and we just all of us are really close we all hang out and we just all like work together and make music sometimes do covers together and just a bunch of stuff like that
2: well, thank you, Matt, for talking about your obstacles. It's useful for anyone of any age to learn about how to challenge things and how to follow what you love. To follow more, learn more about Matt, visit com, and stay tuned because he'll be right back for our next segment. I'm Young Juwan.
3: Yes, we're definitely going to have... Um many more fun times ahead together in the next segment i'm ryan sim visit us at www.expressyourselfteenradio.com and check us out on tumblr at www.btsyaradio.tumblr.com we'll be back with more from matt ryan king
6: if nobody understands what you go through you're not quite a teenager yet but you're definitely not a little kid anymore tune in to life at 12 for the answers and support you need to get through this time in your life your hosts have some amazing life experiences, and because of this, they have the know-how to get you through 12 and on to 13 and beyond. It's a tough point in your life right now. Get the advice you need on Life at 12, Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel.
1: Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, on Voice America Kids.
2: We didn't invent kid talk. We perfected it, and at a very young age. You're listening to
6: Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself
2: Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Young oh Juwan, and right God. now, let's listen to Matt's newest single, That's What She Said. Eyes on my
0: watch and I'm looking at you. Now she headed for the door. Better move fast. Eye contact. Now we're headed to the bed. Stop right there. Slow it down. What's your name? I've never seen you around. That your man? I think he's calling. She waved him off, and now she's telling me. When I look.
3: Ryan Sim, we just listened to Teen Heartthrob Matt Ryan King's new sing, new single. That's what she said. He's back with us for another segment to talk more about his career and philanthropy.
2: Hi, Matt. Hi. So you're a comedian and performer at Improv Hollywood. How did you get into comedy?
7: Um. Well, when I first moved out to LA about four years ago, it started with acting and stuff like that, and then it turned more into stand-up comedy. And I auditioned for this program, and I got in, and I started doing shows with them. And then from there, I just took off, and I went around to other uh, other improv clubs and just started performing there just to get my name out there comedy-wise. And since then, it's been really cool. So,
3: um, Would you say that um, stand-up comedy is, like, at first, was it kind of scary because you're just coming up with jokes, like, almost on the spot, and you have to um, just basically give these jokes to an audience that is like expecting some like humor that's like spontaneous and that makes them like laugh a lot
7: yeah i was definitely pretty nervous when i did my first show and i think it's natural to get nervous and i always do get nervous uh before every show and i think it's normal but yeah it's definitely when i first started i was definitely scared to do it at first yeah was the audience receptive of you yeah, they actually were, but it just depends what show you're doing. And sometimes you'll have bad shows, sometimes you will have good shows. You just have to learn to deal with the good and bad.
3: So would you say that um, growing up in a big family really helped with your ability to um, do like stand-up comedy?
7: I definitely think yes, because crazy things happen when you have a big family. And everything that happens in my family is funny to me and to everyone else <laughs> around us. And it's just funny cuz all the situations and things that happen in our family can be like made into a joke. So
2: Yeah, that sounds good. And did you practice your jokes with your family?
7: Um uh like if I think of a new joke, I'll like be like, "Mom, is this funny?" And if she said no, I'll put it in anyway.
2: <laughs>
7: <laughs> and
2: what have some challenges been with starting comedy?
7: Um probably be To obviously, like, with music, set yourself apart from other comedians. You don't want to have, like, the same feeling on stage or presence as anyone else. When somebody hears your jokes, they want to be like, oh, that's Matt Ryan King. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm.
7: So, yeah, that was definitely a big deal with it.
3: So, um, I know that, um, like, with comedy, like, you have to get, like, these sources of, like, inspiration. So, like, can you tell us, like, maybe one of the funny things that happened with your family that, like, led to one of these jokes that you've used that, um, you're, like, past stand-up comedy gigs?
7: Um, let me think. Um, okay, well, I think a lot of the funny stuff comes from having a twin. <laughs> is really funny. And I think when that like classic question that everybody asks about twins like can you guys like read each other's minds can you guys like feel like everything you guys feel and i think that's hilarious and since then i've been able to make like different jokes about my twin and i's relationship to like telepathy and stuff like that which (laughs) is pretty funny so i've just played off that a little bit in my routines and just to see where that takes the routine so i think that's pretty funny
2: do you does your twin also do comedy
7: no, she doesn't. I've always been, like, trying to convince her to do it. And there was one point where she says, maybe I'll do it. And then she was too scared. <laughs> <laughs> so she'll just stick to music.
2: <laughs> and so you're also an actor. So what are some of the TV shows and commercials that you've done?
7: Um. Well, I've been in a couple Disney commercials and Nickelodeon and Apple and stuff like that. But I've just been doing a couple web series lately. And I just wrapped a movie called Puzzled, actually, which has been really fun.
2: What is the most challenging part of working on a movie or commercial?
7: The most challenging part would probably have to be staying focused on your role and what your character is all about in the Mm -hmm. background of the story. So you definitely have to keep that in mind when you're on set and you're, like, hanging out with friends, joking around. You also have to be thinking about business and thinking about the work you're doing, which is very important.
3: Have you been able to incorporate um, your... Your musical abilities and your um your ability as a comedian into your TV shows and commercials and movies that you've been doing.
7: Yeah, I definitely think that plays a role. Like, if I if let's say I'm working on like a movie or something, and a director asks me if I sing, and I'll say yes, I'll show them some of my music, and then sometimes we'll be like, oh, well, we want to write in a singing part in the show for you, and I think that's really cool because it definitely shows different outlets of what I can do to the viewers and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, and I remember talking to my friends a while back about Jennifer Lawrence, how we all love her, but um, how she plays a lot of similar roles. And one of my friends was saying how they didn't quite like Jennifer Lawrence because it seems that she's playing herself. And how do you get into character when you're casted to play a serious character versus a joke character versus someone who sings?
7: I definitely research the character for a while before I even read the script.
2: Yeah, and
7: the main thing would probably be obviously researching it because I just said that. <laughs> um, and like, let's say it was a funny, uh, funny character, and it was inspired by a comedian. So you definitely want to look up the routines by that certain comedian and get the vibe of what they're doing. Or if it's a serious character, then you'll do the same thing and look up. If it's like referencing to an actor, a famous actor, then you definitely want to know a lot about them so you can play it off in your character.
3: So we also heard that you're getting involved with some kids heart foundations. Can you tell us a little bit more about this and why you have chosen this particular type of charity?
7: Yes, well, I don't have the exact charity in mind yet but we've been researching it for a little bit and I'm definitely gonna do a charity that involves heart, heart problems and heart surgery and stuff like that for kids because I actually had heart surgery when I was three months old and I was born with three holes in my heart which is pretty crazy, Um, and I had surgery when I was three months old, so it's just been crazy because I've been, like, a miracle baby, as people would say.
2: Well, thank you so much, Matt, for sharing all about your acting, philanthropy, and just your general how to overcome obstacles perspective. No problem, though. And to find out more about Matt, go to mattryanking.com or his Facebook page at Matt Ryan King. Download his latest single, That's What She Said. Happy New Year, Matt, and we'll look forward to watching you on TV and hearing your music. It's going to be an awesome year. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm Young ju And
3: I'm Ryan Sim. Next week, both his brother and sister will be guests on Express Yourself, so make sure you are tuned in to Express Yourself Teen Radio every Tuesday at noon Pacific for the latest on what's happening with youth. Thanks to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be The Star You Are, and Kid Star for producing this show. Thanks to our Voice America Kids crew, especially Perry Damon and Bruce Solsting. Thanks to our guests from across the world, and thanks to you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. Up next, a track from the Kid Star album of the month.
2: You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. Until next week, remember, be grateful, be kind, overcome your fears, and speak up. Express Yourself for
6: 2014. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself.
0: let yourself go Find something
1: to know. Hello, my name is Lindsay Marie from Phoenix, Arizona and host of Bookworm. The Kids of Emblem of the Month this month is Back in School, Neil Brewer, and Friends. Let's listen to Dodgeball.
8: Look out, Mary's got the ball And her eyes are set on you She's lean, she's mean, she's quick and tall There's nothing you can do One time she drew a beat on Fred Back when he first moved in She slung one straight upside his head Fred hasn't played since then We laughed when we first saw her throw With that wind-up fling and twirl Now every single kid I know tries throwing like that girl But none of us have matched her way Perhaps it's in the eyes We only know that when she plays We drop like swatted flies Dodgeball, dodgeball Mary gonna make us fall It ought to be against the law She should even play it all Dodgeball, dodgeball Mary sure is beautiful But friend, I wouldn't tell her that Cause she'll wind up hard up flat Same thing happens every day Mary puts us in our place Though we try, we cannot get away From that Mona Lisa face Each day we wonder who it is She's gonna level first And when she's through with what she does we all line up for the nurse. Dodge ball, dodge, ball Mary's gonna make us fall out to be against the law. She should even play it all. Dodge ball, dodge, ball Mary's show sure is beautiful. the friend, I wouldn't tell her that, cause she'll wind up hard. And you- A job I'll do But I can bet I know one girl Who's gonna run A wrecking crew Dodgeball, dodgeball Mary gonna make us fall It ought to be against the love. She should even play it on Dodgeball, dodgeball Mary sure is beautiful But friend, I wouldn't tell her that Cause she'll wind up hard She gonna wind up hard She gonna wind up hard. You wind up front Look out, Mary's county ball, and her eyes are set on you.
1: The Kids Star Elbow of the Month is Back in School by Neil Brewer and Friends.